Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you, Lord, for making it possible for us to be here this afternoon. Lord, we thank you for ordering our steps, oh God. We are thankful, oh God, for leading and guiding us into your house this afternoon. Father, we know that we will not leave here the same as we came. We pray, O oh Lord, let the Spirit of God minister to our hearts. Let the Spirit of God speak to us in the name of Jesus. Oh, Spirit of God, have your way amongst us. Spirit of God, have your way amongst us in the name of Jesus. give the Lord a mighty clap offering, a mighty clap offering, a mighty clap offering, a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. A Christian should not be begged to clap for the Lord. Should not be begged to clap for the Lord. Well, for the last several weeks, I had talked a lot about the Holy Spirit, but today we want to divert for a moment and we will visit him again, but today we want to talk about spiritual seasons, spiritual seasons, spiritual seasons, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 13, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Verse 14. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven 
to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Hallelujah. And God saw that it was good. And God saw that it was good. God made the seasons and he saw that it was good. Hallelujah. God saw that it was good. He made the light and he made the darkness. And he made the sun and he made the moon and he saw that it was good. That sometimes you are feeling sad and sometimes you are feeling happy Sometimes you are feeling hot and sometimes you are feeling cold. God saw that all of that is good. It is good that sometimes you are in the light and it's good that sometimes you are walking in darkness. And God saw that it was good. And he said it was good for the seasons. It was good for the day, for the years, for the months. It was good for the seasons. Now we need seasons. We need to have seasons in our lives. If our lives were such that there are no seasons, and it was all day, I don't think we would be happy. But there ought to be seasons. There ought to be seasons that you can experience light in your life. And another time, experience darkness. And God says, all of that is good. Amen. Amen. All of that is good. So that we can begin again. We will end somewhere and begin again. You see, there are times we work all day and the light is out for us to work. And then it comes a period where the light goes off. And there is darkness. And you realize that there's a moment in time that we don't do anything. You just lie down and you close your eyes. You are not doing anything. Can you imagine? For about six hours, eight hours, some of you ten hours, some of you twelve hours. You are just lying down and you have closed your eyes. You are not doing anything. The world is going on, time is moving, but you are not doing anything. Wow. Wow. And then you wake up to a new day. And you are ready to go again. Hallelujah. And you are ready to go again. And God said, this is good. This is good. This is good. Things are done in seasons. Things are done in seasons. He restored the seasons again in Genesis chapter 8 after the flood. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22 Look at that. After the flood, he came again and he said, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease while the earth remaineth. 
As long as we live here on earth, it says there will be seed time and harvest. There will be cold and heat. There will be summer and winter. Day and night. These things shall never cease. As much as you want a lot of summer, it will end and the winter will come. As much as you wish that there will be no cold, the heat will end and the cold will come. Hallelujah. And God said, this is good. This also is good. Hallelujah. There ought to be a changing season. There are times that you cannot do much. And there are times that you can do a lot. And God said, that also is good. There are times that you are just sleeping, not doing anything. And it looks as if it's time wasted. But God said, that also is good. Hallelujah. Psalm 1 and verse 1. Psalm 1 and verse 1. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. How many see that that is a great man? He does not walk in the, in the counsel of the ungodly. That means he doesn't walk with ungodly people. He does not stand in the way of sinners. Nor does he sit in the seat of the scornful. If you are one of the people who mock pastors, you mock, you are, a scorn, you are a scorner, you mock, he will not sit in your car. He will never ride with you. This man. Amen. If he identifies that this car, when people sit in it, they are mocking. They are mockers. He does not sit in your seat. You want to give him a ride, he says, go home. I'll take a bus. I'll walk. Verse 2. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law that he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. This man, this righteous man, that does not sit in the seat of the scornful, does not walk in the way of sinners. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. In his season. He bringeth forth fruit in his season. He says, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Verse 4, the ungodly are not so. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. The righteous man He is planted by the rivers of water. But the ungodly, that does not happen to him. Any storm will just take him away. Any wind will just blow him off. He says the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall 
perish. Hallelujah. The way of the ungodly shall perish. Now the key in this scripture, we find a great key. A key to be planted. Amen. Amen. The key is to be planted. Here we see a great key to experience fruitfulness and prosperity. To experience fruitfulness and prosperity, the key is to be planted. Hallelujah. The key is to be planted. When the plant sits by the rivers of water, you see that it is being watered. It is being watered, but it brings forth fruit only in seasons. It is by the rivers of water, but it brings forth fruit in its seasons. And you may see that there are times that you don't see any fruit on the tree. But it says it doesn't matter. Whatever season, whatever it is doing, whatever such a person is doing, he is prosperous. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He said, whatsoever he does shall prosper. And so seasons will change, but whatever he is doing within the season, he shall prosper. Amen. 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 Whether it is harvest season, whether it's seed time, he is prosperous. Hallelujah. Such is a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Now, people do not experience the blessing of a church because they are not planted. In the church. The reason why so many people are not experiencing the prosperous or the prosperity in the church or the fruitfulness in the church or the blessing in the church is because they are not planted or they do not stay long enough to experience the blessing. And so the wind comes and they are blown off. Hallelujah. A tree must be planted before it can bring forth fruit. Amen. Amen. I said a tree must be what? Planted before it can bring forth fruit. When a tree is planted, it develops roots. Hallelujah. Now, roots talk about stability. When we talk about roots, we are talking about stability. It means throughout the changing season, the tree will remain planted because there are roots. Throughout the changing season, the tree will remain planted. Yesterday, I saw some strong winds blowing, strong winds, and I saw some trees that were around my house, and I saw the trees don't even have leaves on them. And the winds were so strong, and when you look at the tree, that does not have leaves, you would think that the tree is dead. And you would think that these strong winds will bring down the tree. But the tree will move like this and move like that and move like this and then it will stay still. Because there are roots. The tree has roots. And the longer the tree stays there, the deeper the roots go down. Amen. Amen. No tree will bring forth fruit if there are no roots. If the tree is not planted, 
there will be no root. There will be no fruit. Hallelujah. I say, if the tree is not planted, there will be no fruit. There are no fruits now on the trees that I was looking at. But that is just for a season. There are no trees, there are no fruits on that tree that I was looking at, but that is just for a season. And you cannot say that the fruit, the tree has no roots now, so the wind should just blow it off. The tree will remain because the tree has hope that turning around, another season is coming, and there will be fruits coming up. Hallelujah. It looks as if nothing is happening right now. It looks as if there is nothing happening, but the tree is planted firmly because it says seed time and harvest time will always remain. As you are seeing the darkness, I am telling you, it's just for a season. The darkness will not remain forever. The darkness that you are seeing today, it will not remain forever. Just give it a little time and it will pass by and you'll see the light showing up again. As long as we live here on this earth, there will be seed time and there will be harvest time. There will be cold and there will be heat. There will be summer and there will be winter. As long as we live here on earth. Hallelujah. But there ought to be roots. You ought to be planted before you see the fruits. You know, even companies that hire people they don't give you all your benefit until they know that you are planted. When they know that you are planted, then they begin to flood you with benefits. When they know that you are not going anywhere, then they begin to flood you with benefits. Amen. When you are planted, that is when you experience the blessing. When we know that you are not going anywhere, when God knows that you are not going anywhere, that is when you experience his blessings. But some of us, we want, we, we, we tell God, I will meet you in Church of Light Delight. Come here next week. And then God has come here and you are not here. And you say, oh, I thought I, you, you, you should have known that I was going to be in Church of Light Darkness, Church of Highway Light. You see, when you drive by, when you, when you drive by a gas station, when you drive by a gas station and you want your tank to be filled, the pump at the gas station has so much gas in them. There is so much gas. But when you go to the gas station and then you are moving your car back and forth, they can never fill your tank for you. There's so much gas in the tank. But they can't feel you. They'll just be looking at you. They're just waiting to see when you are stable. They will just be waiting on you to see when you are stable. Because they have the gas. They are ready. They are ready to pump all the gas that you want. Sometimes they say, go back. And then they say, come back, come back, come back. Come forward. And then they say, no, you are too far. Come, 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 come. And then they say, stop. And then when you stop, they say, now turn off your ignition. And when you turn off your ignition, then they know that you are not going anywhere. Then they pull up the nozzle, 
and they'll put it in your tank and they will fill it with all the blessings that you need when they know that you are stable, when they know that you are moving, when they know that now you are stable, that is when the blessing begins to flow. When they know that you are not moving anymore. Amen. But some of us don't want to stay. We say, we are in a hurry. We are in a hurry. Are you, are you going to pump? We are in a hurry. And they will be waiting for you patiently. To see the day that you make in mind that I am planted. I am not going anywhere. Then you begin to see the blessings that God has for you. You begin to see. Sometimes we, you, you have a bottle. A bottle with a small nozzle. With a small opening. But the bottle is big. And the opening is very small. And you want to fill that bottle. And then you take the bottle to the tap. You see that the tap has a lot of water. It can fill any bottle that you bring. There's abundance of water. But you see, you are holding the bottle and then you are moving around. You are going back and forth and you say, feel me, feel, 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 feel. And then you are moving it around. You are moving it around. You will not get any water in the bottle. You will not get any water in the bottle. But sometimes you need to stabilize the bottle. Sometimes you need to put the bottle in between your legs like this. Making sure that it's not going anywhere. And you stabilize the bottle like this. And then you see that the water, the blessing, it keeps pouring in and pouring in and pouring in and pouring in. Once it knows that you are not going anywhere, then you will fail. Amen. Then you will fail. Hallelujah. When you are stable, when you are stable, then you will be filled. Now notice that even though the tree is planted by the rivers of water, it only brings forth fruit in a season. Though the tree is by the rivers of water, it will bring forth fruit only in its season. Amen. Because the seasons will change. Hallelujah. The seasons will change. But you ought to be determined that you are planted. Throughout the changing season, determined to be planted. Hallelujah. I said throughout the changing season, determined that you are planted. No condition or situation is permanent. As, As the darkness is coming on, the light is coming around. The light is just following the darkness. Hallelujah. No condition is as long as the earth remains. There is no condition that is designed to be permanent in our lives. No condition. No condition. As long as this life remains here on earth. No condition. Amen. There's coming a day where you will be offended in the church. Amen. You see, you will not always be happy in the church. Because that defiles scripture. As much as you want to be happy all the time in a church, it's not possible. Because that defiles the scripture. It says, as long as the earth remains, there will be heat 
and they'll be cold. As you are happy and you are jolly in the church, there is a season that is following that, that you will not be happy. Amen. There will be offense. And some of you are going to be offended. I said, there is coming a day that you'll be offended, but determined to be planted. I said, determined to be planted. Hallelujah. I cannot guarantee you that you will not be offended. I cannot guarantee you. I cannot guarantee that you will not be offended. There is coming a day that you will be offended, but determined that you'll be planted. Hallelujah. Sometimes you'll be offended by other church members. Or sometimes you'll be offended by the pastor. Or you'll be offended by the preaching. The preaching can offend you. Oh, yes. The preaching can offend you. Amen. How many of you have been offended by preaching before? We are in the church. Today is Sunday. Today is a postponed Valentine's Day, Sunday, and we are in a church. You'll be offended by the preaching, but determined to be planted. I said determined to be planted, that nothing can move you. Amen. Because I cannot guarantee you that you will not be offended. I cannot help it. One day Jesus was preaching in his church in John chapter 6. And many of his church members left the church. Because they were offended. And if Jesus preached and members of his church left the church, then how much more? Yours truly. How much more? Amen. But there were some people who were determined. Look at John chapter 6, verse 61. It says, When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it. That means at the message. When Jesus knew that the disciples murmured at the message, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? Does my message offend you? Perry, does my message offend you? Steve, does my message offend you? He said, does this offend you? It's a question. Do you get offended by the message sometimes? There are times that you don't like the message. There are times that you don't like how the pastor was talking about marriage. There are times that you felt the arrows were thrown at you. Because you went home and you realized that your wife has some strong arm to say certain things because of the preaching. And you were not happy about that. Amen. Verse 66 says, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. They left the church because they were offended. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Many people have left, so he was waiting. Do you know that you are not the first one to be in a church? There have been many people in a church. And then I look and I say, will you also go? Many people have left. Will you also go? But Peter said something. He says, then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, 
to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. I am planted and I will not go away. I am planted and I will not go away. You see, sometimes you have to look back and say, I was happy once. I was blessed by your message. I was blessed by your prayers. There was one that I was blessed. And you can say to yourself, to whom shall I go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. To whom shall I go? Yes, I am offended, but where am I going? I am planted. That means that I am planted and I'm not going anywhere. No matter what the changing seasons. I am planted and I'm not going anywhere. Amen. I am planted. To whom shall I go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Amen. But you see, whenever you make a statement like this, Satan will come again. Satan will never leave. Because he's making constant effort to take you away from the church. Amen. Amen. Satan is always making constant effort to take you away from the church. Satan is making constant effort to take you away from the marriage. Constant effort to take you away from a place where you are planted. Amen. Amen. So in Luke chapter 22... Luke 22, verse 28. You see the 12. It says, the 12 remain, and Jesus asks, will you also go? And Simon says, where are we going? Where are we going? To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. That is someone who is speaking based on how planted he or she is. And Luke chapter 22, verse 28, it says, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. You are the 12 that have remained with me. You are the 12 that have continued with me. You are the 12 that when everyone left, you remained. May you be counted among the 12. That you are planted, that nothing will destabilize you. No offense will destabilize you. Nothing shall move you. No storm shall blow you. No wind shall blow you. You are planted like a tree by the rivers of waters. And you will bring forth fruit in all of your seasons. You will bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. He says, you have continued with me in my temptations. And I, I point unto you a kingdom. Look at this. Because you have remained, I said, you, 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 your, your blessings, it comes because you are stable. Look at the blessings. He says, ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me. That ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. What a place! What a place! Adelaide, what a place! Just because you are planted, just because you are firm, just because when you are offended, you decided that I'm still staying. Amen. For that, he says that, he says, you will sit on thrones 
judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And in the middle of that, you see, I'm telling you, when Satan knows that you are planted and your blessings are coming, he comes to destabilize you. He comes to destabilize you. Suddenly, an offense will come. But when you don't know his ways, when you don't know him, you fall to his trap. Look at the time that he's pronouncing such great blessings upon them. Look at what was being done in the world of darkness. As Jesus was pronouncing these blessings and promises unto the disciples, he says, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And suddenly, and the Lord says, Simon, Simon, behold. You see, as he was praying, as he was proclaiming the blessings, as he was seeing the blessings ahead of them, suddenly he saw in the spirit. And he says, Simon, Simon. He stopped talking. And he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Satan's plan is to sift you as wheat. To be sifted as wheat is to lift you up and blow you out of the place. At the time that your blessings were coming, at the time that your promises, you see, when you have withstood, when you have stood with him in temptation and your blessings are coming, you know, the Bible says, the thief cometh not. He will not come. Satan will never come to you if you don't have anything. He says, the thief cometh not. But to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Satan will come to you only when you have something good. <laughs> Satan will come to you and speak to you only when you have a good church. Satan will bring offense when he knows that you are planted in a good church. Satan will come to you when he knows you have a good marriage. But the marriage that your husband is sleeping with five other women every day you are... Satan will not trouble you. He says, the thief cometh not. He will not come. He will not bother you. And so when the carnal mind that does not understand, and your husband is doing all these things, and you are miserable in the marriage, and then you see another Christian where Satan is trying them, you don't understand. You say, look, they, do, they go to church Sunday after Sunday, Tuesday after Tuesday. Look how they are struggling. You do not understand. Satan has left you because you have nothing. You have nothing. You have nothing. The reason why Satan is after my marriage is because he knows I have a good one. That is why Satan is after yours. That is why Satan is after your membership in the church. Believe. And then you go. I'll go back to my... I didn't say anything. Don't blame me. Don't, 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 don't. I'll go back to my mother church. Amen. He says, Simon, Simon. Simon, Simon, behold. It's like he was just talking. Go back to the verse. Go back to the verse. Verse 30. Verse 30. He was just talking with them. That you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones 
judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon! Suddenly, it dawned in his spirit. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Satan is pleading to have you. He's pleading to have you. To sift you as wheat. But this is what is going to help you. But I have prayed for you. I pray that you will be planted. I say, I pray that you remain planted. I pray that of all that he has given me, I will lose none. May you be planted. That you will reap your fruits in your season. Hallelujah. Say a loud amen. He said, but I've prayed for thee. That my, thy faith fail not. May your faith never fail. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Strengthen thy brethren. Look around and call someone and say, why have you not been in church for a while? I know you have been offended, but I'll pray for you. I will hold hands with you and I'll pray. Come, come, strengthen thy brethren. Strengthen thy brethren. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Hallelujah. He says, strengthen thy brethren. And then he said, verse 33, and he said unto him, Lord, listen to this. He said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. You see, that is today. Today, that is what you are saying. Hallelujah. Rhoda, do you understand the word of God? Today, that is what we are saying. Reverend, this is my church. Oh, Reverend, you have been a blessing to me since I came to this church. Reverend, my life has changed. Oh, the way I think is different. Reverend, these days, the way I look at things is completely different. I, I'm, I, I don't know what can take me out of this church. Reverend, as long as, are they going to take you away from here? No, 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 no. They shouldn't take you away from here. Who is that? Who is that? Who, where, 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 where? Is, it, is it here? 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 There, there, here. Reverend, I love your messages. I sleep with your podcast. You are my prophet. Everything you have said about me has come to pass, Reverend. I love, I just love your messages. Hey. Reverend, since you came to the Bronze Church, I don't know, since you came here, something like, my life has changed. Hey, this is today. This is how we are talking today. So this is Peter. He says, Lord, and he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee, both into prison and death. Reverend, wherever they transfer you, I'm following you. I am going with you. How many of you will go with me? I know certain, 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 certain section here, 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 here. That is their language today. That is what they are saying today. But look, verse 34. Verse 34. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. The seasons, you see, the joy is today. The sorrow will come. But the morning will come with joy. 
No season is permanent. Nothing is permanent. As you have made that decision today, there will be a time that you feel like living. How many of you have felt like leaving the church before? Oh, yes. I have felt like leaving the church before. I don't know about you. But you see, Make a determination. Make a determination and see is that who is it that wants to destabilize you from here? It's Satan. It is Satan. Hallelujah. You see, because some of you, you are not planted. Some people are not planted. But it says that the tree that is planted by the rivers of water, it is that tree that brings forth fruit. And it's season. But some of you are not planted. And then you come and you say, three days. You know, there was a brother who came to the church and he was angry, fighting that everyone is getting a wife and he's not married. Hey! He was very angry. And then I said, Brother, calm down. Pray. But Reverend, don't you have a wife? You are married. This one is also has a wife. This one is married. Everyone has a wife. What about me? I said, hey. <laughs> but you see, that brother, he was not planted. You see, some of you, you are not planted, but you are looking across the river and you say, what about that tree? That tree is planted. That tree is there and look how big the green leaves bringing forth fruit and doing this and doing that. But you are not planted. You are not planted. You are not planted. You are looking at the pastor's marriage and you say, how come I don't have a marriage like this? How come I don't have... Do you know how many fights they have fought? Do you know how many times we have fought? How many times we have made a decision to divorce? How many times we have made a decision to go our separate ways? But the word of God, he says, it is planted by the rivers of water. And as it stays there, the water, the water continues to fall and fall and fall. You say, how come my marriage is not like this? How come my, my life is not like that? How come it's not like this? Do you know how many times? How many times? But the word of God, this is just, it says, it's planted by the rivers of water. The water continues to fall and to water the plant. You know, when you go under the river, when you go under the river and you pick up a stone, you realize that the stone is very smooth. The stone is very smooth compared to the stone that is lying somewhere on the ground. The stone that is in the water, you know, many stones are wrapped on it, wrapped on it, rough, wrapped on it. Other stones rubbing on it. Church members stamping on you, insulting you, disrespecting you. They are sharing this and they say, you can't have two, you can have one. You are taking this already, but I won't give you. But you didn't cook some. Why are you eating some? But you didn't do this. Why are you doing this? They rub you, they rub you, but you remain, you remain, you remain. And the water just flows. The water just flow. The water just flow. The water just flow. After a while they pick you up and you are so smooth. So smooth. You come out good. Because you have gone through something. What have you survived? It is the word of God. I say it is the word of God. It is the word of God. You can't compare your marriage to someone's marriage. Because you are not planted. 
It is by the planting. When you are planted, hallelujah, when you are planted, it says while the earth remaineth, while the earth remaineth, there will be seed time and harvest. There will be cold and there will be heat. There will be summer and there will be winter. No situation is permanent. Therefore, determined to be planted. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Determine. Determine. It is Satan who wants to destabilize you. It is Satan who wants to take you out. Yes. Bible says, it says, I have plans for you. Plans of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. It's an expected end. But it will go through the wilderness. But the wilderness is not permanent. It is a crossing. Yes, you will go through the mighty waters. And then you will come on a dry land. There are seasons. It says, as long as the earth remains, while this earth remains, there will be sea time. There will be harvest. There will be heat and there will be cold. The summer will be here. And the winter will be here. While the earth remains. Father, we are thankful and grateful. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We honor you. We cherish you. We adore you, oh Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory and honor to your name, Jesus. But let me go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Oh, yes. Sharpen us. Quicken us. Oh, yes. Rebuke us. Chastise us. Because we are not bastards. Yes. The offense will come. But Lord, pray. You say, Satan has desired. Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. But I pray for you. Oh, yes. May you be an overcomer, a victorious, a conqueror. When the offense shall come, may you rise up. Yes. The Lord shall lift up your head above the storms, above every storm. May you be planted in your relationship, in your marriage. May you be planted. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Close to you.
you have the words of eternal life to whom shall we go we glorify your name we give you praise we thank you in our marriages oh god let the enemy not destabilize us in the name of jesus in our relationships oh god let the enemy not destabilize us in the name of jesus to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life we glorify your name we give you praise we thank you in jesus name if there's anyone here this afternoon you are not born again you have not given your life to jesus you are saying i want to give my life to christ if that is you wherever you are lift up your hand and i'll pray with you you want to give your life to christ you want to welcome jesus christ into your life this afternoon with all eyes closed and every head bow lift up your hand and i'll pray with you you want to welcome christ into your life anyone here like that anyone here like that father we are thankful and grateful we give you praise we adore you help us lord to continue to walk with you may we never be destabilized in the name of jesus we thank you lord in jesus name and all the saints join me to say a loud amen why don't you clap your hands for Jesus as you take your seat. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com